0: Thanks, folks. It's good to. Uh, it is good to be back from our um, few weeks off. It was a bit of a, you know, just selfishly we were like, what wasn't quite the holiday we were planning with Dad passing away, and so you know we spent a bunch of time sitting at the bedside preparing him to meet with Jesus. That in itself was um, an absolutely phenomenal experience. A phenomenal experience to sit with someone as they're preparing to enter eternity. You know, often people we you know we, we tend to get a little bit all awkward about moments of like, oh what do you say and how do you do that? And you know, there's there's no there's no right or wrong approach to any of that. It's just turn up and keep being you and keep being present. And um, and in the midst of that, God comes and ministers his presence. It's, so we want to say thanks for, um, thanks for praying for us while we were shooting up and down the highway every day from our holiday unit up at the coast to come back and spend time with Dad. And, uh, and we appreciate your prayers for this Thursday. And, and just on that, I do want to ask that you might remember to keep praying for um, Sharon Simon as well. Sharon's not here today. Her, her mum passed away yesterday. So if you could just remember to keep Sharon and her family in your prayers as well this week, that would be wonderful, absolutely wonderful. We appreciate that. righty. <clears throat> so it's the second Sunday in Advent, and this morning we are going to push into this uh, theme around peace. Famous words, John Lennon, he said, you might say I'm a dreamer but i'm not the only one i hope say some someday you'll join us and the world will live as one now you know what he had in mind when he was saying that i have got no idea none whatsoever but i think the sentiment behind those words is something that most of us at some point along the way are actually wishing that somehow Things would be different. The world would be different. My life would be different. My relationships would be different. My community would somehow be different. And often, you know, I think, I think that phrase is good. You know, some might say I'm a dreamer. Actually, it's, um, dreaming is a good thing in God. And I think as we spend this Advent allowing the Scriptures to minister to us, to shape our dreams in God, it, it, it's an empowering experience. And I want to encourage you to dig into the scriptures. Last week, Neil did a wonderful teaching on, on hope and how in the arrival and the advent of Jesus, born King, Saviour of the world, the Son of God, Israel's Messiah, he did a wonderful job of talking about how in him, in Jesus, there is hope. And the shape of that hope is Jesus. And he also talked about his tomatoes, you may remember. I didn't realise you were such a great gardener, Neil. Um, but he talked about his, his two strategies of growing tomatoes. Do you remember that? The first strategy was he just threw a few of the tomato seeds that he'd harvested and threw it in a pot and under the front steps and kind of just let it do whatever it was going to do. And then he went with the whole you know egg carton strategy of a little bit of soil and the seed and you know, ma- making sure it was an incubated experience for the seeds, and it was all very technical. And in the end, you know, the uh, egg carton strategy didn't seem to flourish. Uh, but the seeds that flourished in the soil that was in that pot underneath the stairs, with a little bit of just rain and sunshine, all of a sudden uh, sprouted these tomatoes. And Neil just talking about how what we plant ourselves into does have a huge determination on the atmosphere that we then live in and he was encouraging us um, for some of us there's aspects of our life where we're planted in spaces that are not giving us life and we need to be uprooted from that and planted into the hope of God the hope of Jesus for our life and where he wants to grow his kingdom in us. And so this Advent, you may be feeling like the soil around the roots of some of the aspects of your life might be starting to give way a bit. I would want to say that's the work of the Holy Spirit. He wants to uproot you and plant you in the hope and the purposes of God's good soil for your life. And so again, I'll back... I'll back Scott's words there and say, go back and have a listen to that one from last Sunday. It was a tremendous, tremendous teaching, Neil. Thanks, mate. This morning, we want to push into this idea of and explore peace. Peace, or shalom, if we can jump on to the next slide. Thanks, Lisa, is one of the most important loaded words in the Old Testament, Mounce's dictionary describes it as that. It, it Shalom is has got this complexity and multiple, multiplicity to it and fruitfulness to it that is way bigger than what we might ascribe as the idea of peace, of experiencing peace. There's many illustrations of in the Old Testament of peace, but you know um, the the sort of the the nugget of it is about wholeness and completeness, the, the, this sense of wellness and health and prosperity. Now, when we hear all of those words, we kind of front load them with all of our cultural expectations of what that should look like. But if you read the big story of God from, from the start of the Bible... You'll actually start to see that this shalom of God is actually, it is actually the shape and the measure and the character of God Himself breaking into His creation and bringing it to life. And all the way through the scriptures, God is inviting His people into who He is as the God of peace, His shalom. Now, we might just jump onto the, the, um, the next slide if we could. Often our daily life feels a little bit like this, doesn't it? We, you know, we start the day in this kind of small little space. Some might be, you know, you go for a walk with your dog or you might have a coffee on the back deck or, or whatever you're up to. Or you start with a blank sheet of paper and it's like, okay, today we're going to go from A to B. There it is. It's, that's all we've got to do. And then we step outside the door of that that nice little incubated idea of, oh, this is just going to be a nice, easy day today. And then we step out into the complexity of it all, and we stand at the doorway and we go, hmm, how am I going to do this? Now, I might be the only one <laughs> that that's, that's the story for, but I, I think this is, tends to be our situation and on a daily life. And it's into this that God says there is shalom, there is his peace, there is his character, there is his way of life that wants to lead us from A to B every day as we navigate the complexity of all that life entails. And so you might be sitting here this morning going, you know what, i got this going on in my marriage. I've got this going on in my own personal life. I've got this issue going on with my grandchildren. I've got, my boss is like pressuring me in this season to do stuff that I, I, I'm i struggling to want to do. I uh, Maybe as a boss, you know, you're struggling with some of your employees who aren't, um, you know, living up to their signed, you know, workplace agreements and attitudes and codes of conduct, there's so much complexity going on in all of our lives. And that may be the truth for you this morning. But this morning, I want to ask that you might invite the Holy Spirit, as we spend time in the Bible, pondering who God is, that he might bring his wholeness to you, even in the midst of all of that that's going on in you right now. And all the conversations that you brought with you into this room this morning. All the conversations and all the people that are associated with those conversations that you brought into this room this morning. The God of peace is here for you as you're trying to navigate your everyday life. The God of shalom. Shalom is, um, when it comes to Advent, what does this mean? we may remember, if we, as we look back into the Old Testament, we, we, we pick up many ideas of the God of Shalom. But one of them that really pushes through in the Advent season for us is the prophetic word through the prophet Isaiah. And um, we pick up on this a lot in this Advent season in, as we prepare for Christmas. <clears throat> so the, the situation is that that God's people are in, living in exile. They've been um, driven out of their home, their homeland. They're living underneath the rule and the reign of oppressive kings of other nations. And they're dreaming of one, what would it be like to one day be back in the place that God has for us. Do you ever feel like that's your story? It's like... I know I started out with you, God, in this space, but somehow because of all of the spiritual dynamics, the relationship dynamics, the, the, the pressure points of this world, I find myself a little exiled because of many reasons, but exile usually takes place because we take our eyes off God and it brings us into a place of being ruled by how we think life should be turning out. And we are relentless taskmasters upon ourselves. And when we can't manage life for ourselves, we then take the frustration of that out on others and expect them to behave even when we can't. But it's in this moment that God's people are exiled and they're living in this space of longing to one day it would all be right again. God would restore his people back to his His original plan and that through his people, the Messiah would come and through the Messiah, the world, and more than the world, the entire cosmos would be transformed by the power of, of God's love and peace. You know we, we often think about salvation as just this very personal thing and it is personal. It's very personal but it is also magnificent in the scale of it. It's like the entire cosmos is held together by the same God who invites us to turn our life over to him in a personal moment and when you can let the scale of that begin to touch your life we begin to get transformed. So Isaiah comes to his people and he says, under the grace of the Holy Spirit, he's prophesying that one day a child will be born, a son would be given, and the government or the rule and reign of his kingdom would be on his shoulders and he will be called a wonderful counsellor. He knows what it's like just to receive a word from a, of good counsel in a time of great confusion. It just brings life. It brings peace. Good, a wonderful counsellor, a mighty God, an everlasting father and a prince of shalom, of peace, of the greatness of his kingdom and his shalom, there will be no end. No end. Now, we often think about that in terms of timeline. There will be no end. It's more, it is a timeline thing, but it is way more than a timeline thing. It means nothing is beyond the reach of this prince's peace, nothing can escape it. This peace will be so all-pervasive, all-powerful, all-invasive. This rule of God would come. So Isaiah's prophesying this. A prince of peace would come. This Advent, life in all of its busyness and complexity, for each of us, has many demanding questions, many demanding moments upon us. And this Advent, God is inviting us once again to welcome him and his prophetic promise of peace to our life. Not to the end of of difficulty or conflict. We're not talking about the absence of that stuff. We're talking about even in the context of that stuff, there is a rule and reign of God that rules and reigns our life and authors our approach to life by his peace the other part about this idea of shalom of wholeness or wellness is that it seems like it's a fleeting economy it's like today's great or yesterday was great but today is just like i'm up to my knees in it it is like where did that peace go why did things fall apart Why is it that in my best efforts, I can't quite keep it all together and I feel like it, you know, at any given moment, I'm about to burst at the seams and it's all going to come unraveled. I'm just going to get unraveled because I can't hold it all together anymore. Where are those pinch points for you? Because those are the moments are the loss of peace. Those are the spaces of the loss of God's shalom. And God wants to speak into those parts of our life. This Advent, where are the parts of our lives that are breaking down? I mean, you know, you need to just sort of like be honest with yourself in a moment like this. Where are the parts of our life that are breaking down? For all our best efforts to try and keep it all together. All our best efforts to try and hold it all together so that so that it's going to be all okay but it's just simply not and if it just took a breath of wind it would all come undone where are those parts in our lives where are we no longer able to hold it all together where are we starting to actually unravel at the seams of our life and as as simply as people might say to us oh just get over it we just can't where are those places relationships and spaces in you and me this advent where there is no Shalom where God does want to come and bring his kingdom I want to just quickly take a, a little glance at some of the scriptures of like if that's the big kind of idea of God he wants to he wants to bring everything in our life that's falling apart and bring it back into a rightful place of restoration with him and with ourselves and with others, let's have a look at how he goes about fulfilling that. Because Jesus has everything to do with this prophetic word of Isaiah's. And the gospel writers, they catch some of this. First one is, in on the next slide, is Luke Dr. Luke, he, he, um, he writes this about Luke, uh, about Jesus on the night of Jesus' birth. He, so he does like this historical like take on the whole thing and he goes and interviews everybody and it's like, what actually happened on that night? And he wants to get the interview right. He wants to catch the history as it's happening. And that one of the things that he catches as he interviews of what happened with the shepherds in the field that night is that they had a supernatural encounter where this very thin veil between heaven and earth all of a sudden opens up and these angelic beings are revealed and they're heralding a message about the fact that Jesus has just been born into the earth. The, the Prince of Peace has just been born into the earth. And they're heralding a message and they're saying glory to God in the highest and on the earth peace. goodness and goodwill to all people. What an incredible declaration over the the birth of Christ, over the fulfillment of God's prophetic promise to Isaiah through Isaiah Firstly, to his own people, the people of Israel, and then to the world, to every human being. That there is an an experience to be had where God receives everything that God is meant to receive from his creation. In other words, all of his creation would turn towards God and say, Glory to you. The peace has now come. His, His Son and where is that peace experienced in his earth in his creation and the outworking of all of that is god's good will toward other human beings so if we're struggling to extend goodwill this advent i would want to just encourage each and every one of us let's just take a moment this advent with the help of the holy spirit and just step back into Step back into this scriptural truth. Hang on a minute. It's all about God, his son Jesus, bringing shalom to me and to the world. Step back into that. Let's have a listen to the words of, of Jesus um, that he spoke himself. So, a little, you know, in John's gospel... Jesus says to his disciples, so Jesus has been born, Jesus has lived, he has ministered in the power of the Holy Spirit, he has gone to the cross, he has died and resurrected, he's gathering with his disciples and he breathes on them and he says, my peace I give you. What, is he, what does he give? He gives, him, he gives his people his Shalom. The rule and reign of the government of God's making everything right and new and restored again. Peace is what I leave with you. Peace is what I give to you. I don't give it as the world gives. Don't let your heart be troubled. Don't be afraid. This Advent, have we received the peace? It's one thing to be given something. It's another thing to receive it. Have you received the peace of God to your life, to those places where you feel like you can't hold it together anymore? Jesus himself says, I'm going to leave with you the shalom that I have with my Father and with my creation. See, God is at peace with you and I through Christ going to the cross. God is not angry with you and I. God has resolved all of of that stuff through the death and resurrection of his son, Jesus Christ. And what he leaves with you is peace. Have a listen to this next one, the story of how how Jesus... um, um, is in the boat with his disciples in Matthew chapter 8. So it says "There suddenly a furious storm came up on the lake so that the waves swept over the boat and Jesus was sleeping and the disciples went and they woke him up and they said, Lord, save us, we're going to drown. And he replied, you of little faith, why are you so afraid? And then he got up and he rebuked the waves and it was completely calm. This is what it looks like when the God of Shalom rules into a circumstance and reigns with his kingdom authority into all of the storms that are going on in our lives and, and in the world right now. This is what it looks like. He stands and he silences all of the anxiety, all of the storms, all of the spiritual oppression, all of the powers, he silences it and it comes and yields to the kingdom. To the Lord Himself. And what about St. Paul? Let's have a look at his words in Romans 5. He says this He says, Therefore, since we've been justified through faith, we have peace with God. We have shalom with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith. Into this grace in which we now stand. Here, Paul speaks of how being in a relationship with Jesus, the promise of life, restoration of relationship between God and with each other as broken people can now enter into a new experience of wholeness, newness, and wellness. Are we seeking wholeness? Are we at peace with with the internal world of our heart? What about our mental health and the anxiety that courses through our veins at night when we try and sleep? Are we at peace? If we're not, and if we're struggling to find peace, then today I want to suggest to you is a really, really wonderful moment of invitation from God to turn your life over to the Prince of Peace and allow his shalom to invade every aspect of your life. To give to God our only just holding it all together life. To give to God our only just holding it all together life. And to give to God our life that is at the slightest of wind, it might all just come apart life. Give that to him as well. And ask him to restore, to renew, to reestablish his peace in you and through you to the world. When we welcome God's invitation like that to come into a relationship with him through Jesus, his life now becomes our life. It's an exchange. It's an opportunity to say, here I am, here's where I'm coming apart, would you invade me with the reality of your shalom, where you make all things new? Without Jesus, whether it is an, in, an internal experience, whether it is a relational experience, whether it is economic, whether it is a health issue, where, where, where there are nations raging all over the world, internally and externally towards others, where all of that war and craziness is going on. Without Jesus, there is no shalom. Without Jesus, there is good managed plans that hold it all together for just that next little season. But then as we see through history, it all comes apart time and time and time again. Because without Jesus, there is no genuine shalom in the earth. But with Jesus, we enter into a relationship with a person who embodies and releases the very authority of the God who rules and reigns as the God of Shalom. Colossians 1, here's, where, here's a good starting point. Sounds a bit interesting, isn't it? It's like we're talking about his birth and we're already jumping straight back over to the cross. But here's a good starting point for you this Advent. If you want to enter into a relationship that, that, that was heralded by the angelic beings who said the, P, the, the king of peace has now been born. The rule of God upon whose, whose shoulders um, will be without end into the earth has now come. That has now been fulfilled as Isaiah prophesied it would. That this king has come. Here is the starting point for us to meet with this king and then begin the journey into the fullness of peace that he offers. Paul writes it so beautifully when he says this, for God was pleased to have all of his fullness dwelling in Jesus. It's really hard to bring that big idea of God into his fullness into a child that's very hard and we need the help of the holy spirit it's also a mystery and it's we need to learn to be okay with living in that little bit of tension of mystery but god was pleased to have all of his fullness dwelling in jesus and through him to reconcile to himself everything Everything in, on earth and everything in heaven by making peace, by making shalom through his shed blood on the cross. Here's the starting point. I know this sounds, it's like, isn't that an Easter message? Well, the message of Advent, if you want to meet with the God of peace, you can meet him right here at the cross right there. Now, He will pick you up from there and bring you into the resurrection, fill you with His Spirit, and you can live alive to God. But I would want to say, maybe there are parts of our lives this morning, as we just bring this into land, there are parts of our lives this morning where we've tried to manage it well, we've tried to hold it all together, we've tried to, um, but we've, you know, we, we know within ourselves that we're only kidding ourselves that if, if it just took one more little nudge, we would just come apart at the edges. In those parts of your life, be reconciled to the peace of God. Right here. This is the come to Jesus moment. Give your life to the Prince of Peace. Peace who has done everything to reconcile you to God. There's that old saying, and I didn't build the slide because it's good to, but it is good to see. No, Jesus, N-O, Jesus equals N-O, peace. No, Jesus, no peace. But K-N-O-W, Jesus, no, Jesus, K-N-O-W, Peace no peace no jesus no peace no jesus no peace where will you find jesus this advent i would want to encourage you you'll find him right there you'll find him right there this advent bring every aspect of our lives Let's do it. Let's boldly bring everything that needs restoration, that needs health, that needs wholeness, that needs joy, that needs fulfillment, that needs God's peace plan. Let's come and meet him here and be reconciled in every aspect of our life. This Advent, as you carry the private burdens and the concerns and the prayerful intercessions of this life for other people... Let's also over here invite Jesus to come and bring his peace to author our prayer life. This advent, if you're listening in this moment to others in your world whose whose life is being broken down. And I tell you, it doesn't take much. You only need to stand in a line with someone and say, How are you going? What's doing, and within seconds, people will pour out to you how their life is coming apart. And they'll talk about the bloody government, and they'll talk about financial pressures, and they'll talk about family issues, and they'll put it all out there. And that's because they don't know Jesus. They don't K-N-O Jesus, sorry. They have N-O Jesus. They have no Jesus. But this Advent, as you're hanging out in the line, in the coffee shop, in the, in the um, you know, as we pack food parcels to give away on Christmas Eve here at the vineyard, uh, on our Christmas Eve service, as, as we're lining up to do all of that, and as we listen to the people pour out their lives to us, in the simplicity of those moments, I want to encourage you, Be the people who bring the peace of God to them in that moment. You are anointed, you are called, you are equipped for this very reason. Bring the rule and reign of God into their life by simply asking this question, having listened to their concern. Say this, can I pray for you right now? That's all you need to say and the door will swing wide And then you can step through and actually pray for them. Can I pray for you right now? Not only this Advent, receive the peace of God, the shalom of God, but also be the ones who bring the peace of God. The gift of being in a relationship with Jesus as Lord is to also extend that gift to others around us. This Advent, turn your life to Jesus, receive his kingdom, Enter into his peace that restores our life and his peace will come and lead and shape and empower and author our daily life from point A to point B.